Welcome back to another episode of YouTube with the boys. Today we have a fantastic episode on Dream. What was your what's your morning routine, please? I wake up, I do tax fraud, and then I go to sleep. So yes, we finally got to Dream. It has been a while. We have done every almost every single member of the Dream SMP bots Dream himself. I felt it was time as well as a fan requested it, so you can thank them. But let's get into it. Dream. Dream is a Minecraft YouTuber and a YouTuber in general unlike we have ever seen, because his growth is massive and extremely fast. Of course, we've seen MrBeast gain millions and millions of subscribers, but Dream's pace is unprecedented to be fair. Uh, he grew very fast in the beginning and he continues to grow, for example, this year. In uh, June of last year, he had about two, no, three million subscribers, and currently he has 2.2 million, or not 2.2, 22 million subscribers. So yeah, he is doing pretty well, and he continues to push that growth and find his own way in content. So, how did Dream get to this point? Well, at first he started off with an old video called uh, Minecraft, uh, but like Cursed where he basically did all the wrong things in Minecraft to just annoy people, and it was a bit of a sketch, honestly. Uh, it was this. It was called This Cursed Minecraft Video Will Trigger You. It was a bit of a sketch. He moved on to doing a bunch of videos about PewDiePie and Minecraft Monday, uh, mostly getting people that way, and he got a fair amount of views. We are a minuscule amount of time away from finding PewDiePie's Minecraft seed without him ever giving it to us. Here's how we did it. Oh, and by the way, if you want to know right when we find the seed, make sure to follow my Twitter. I'll tweet there the second I hear it's been found. He he seems like he knows how to make a viral video and seems to know what people want. And he pandered to the community uh, extremely well. I think it's a lot of lines like we've seen of Mr. Beast, but in gaming, like I feel like he knows the system of YouTube extremely well and knows how to, how to deal with it. Uh, we see him kind of start to get into his own content around one year ago when he does Last to Leave Circle and Minecraft wins $1,000. Uh, and then he does some more challenges. Eventually, he gets into speedrunning and becomes a massive success. Just, you know, winning uh, more and more, getting record speedruns. And then eventually, he gets into Minecraft Speedrunner versus Hunter. This video is an absolutely new and unique challenge. I'm gonna try and beat Minecraft before my friend kills me once. If I die, the video is over and I lose. My friend gets a compass to track me and can respawn infinitely. This was crazy intense. Can I beat Minecraft before my friend beats me? We're about to find out. And then boom. From there, we are on. That one has 15 million views. And he does it versus Assassin. 17 million views. Versus Hunter again, 28 million views. He has found uh, his, basically his formula and he just goes with it. And he gets tens of million views on every single one of these videos. And we started with one Hunter. We are now at five. So yeah, things have progressed very, very quickly. And now he really only releases a video much left often. So, but he's still getting like this insane amount of views, so it's very impressive. Like his last video was four weeks ago, before that two months ago. It's like one video a month, but they are all 40 minutes and they do extremely well. Now, what I would say about that is I think this is a very good formula because you have someone who is very good 
I always talk about three types of gaming YouTubers. He's one that kind of mostly relies on his skill. Uh, the funny thing is, is in these Hunter videos, he doesn't do much talking, which is kind of weird watching from a viewer perspective because you're going to watch Dream, but like the person that you hear most is Bad Boy Halo, which is just a, a bit of a funny situation. So yeah, well, he doesn't do face cam, obviously. He's a faceless YouTuber for those who didn't know. And he doesn't really talk in those because he's so focused. So you, it's really his friends kind of doing most of the talking, even though we're watching his perspective. So it, it's a bit odd at first. It took me a while to get used to it. But it's good. Now, the reason I was kind of resistant to doing Dream uh, is because I have a hard time watching long videos. Personally, I like YouTube videos a lot. Because they are quick, you can just bang one out like in between like, while you're eating a snack, uh, right before your homework, all of that. It's easy to just watch a 10-minute video. But if we look at la uh, All Dreams' last videos, all of them around 40 minutes, some of them even 50. So yeah, they are long videos, and that took me a while to get into. Uh, I watched a few of like. Uh, the Minecraft speedrunner hunter videos and a few of his old videos, but it, it was tough because usually I can research and I can kind of just take a variety of like one, 10, not 10, but like, you know, eight, 10 minute videos throughout this creator's history. But with Dream, I could like only get really a few in in this week of research because they are so long. So it was definitely a different experience watching. And now the thing that is interesting is you, you do have to carve out a bit of time for it or you have to treat it like a movie. Because, I mean, I think it would probably be better watching it all in one run, but, uh, yeah. It, it, it's a bit tough, to be honest. I, I had to split it over sometimes three or four times to sit down and watch it, because they are long. And now, what I would say about these Hunter videos is they're very good, but at the same time, they are very story focused. I think of it almost as I, I I don't know how to describe it. Like the Dream SMP has a script, right? Everybody kind of knows that they they have something they want to follow. Please, I just I just want things to make sense, Chat. I just want things to make sense. Oh, Dream told him Dream's not supposed to know where I am either, Chat. It just because he watches the VOD in real life doesn't mean he knows in the lore, bruh. Now, I don't think the Hunter videos are like that, but I, I do think that they are somewhat pointed in a trajectory. Because you would think there would be some multiple takes, because, like, Dream is not going to post a video of uh, Minecraft speedrunner versus four Hunters when he just dies within the first minute. So, like, it, it, it caused me to wonder how many, you know, takes or how many tries... He does to get this cut. I'm assuming, you know, maybe he scraps some that take 30 minutes or 40, but maybe he does even longer ones because he's lost a few times. So, like, he doesn't care if he wins everyone, but there has to be somewhere if he just gets, like, punched down a hill and he dies immediately that I just have to scrap. So I would love to know how much goes into filming one of these videos. Because it's a big setup, it's a big chunk of time. You have to organize all of these people and have them all be ready to entertain. Because like I said, they do most of the talking. And then eventually you have five people involved in a video hunting you. 
And yeah, they, like a lot goes into it, it seems. And then you have to get a good take that's more than a five-minute video. So it would be really interesting. It, and there does seem, I think what Dream is very good at doing is he has a sense of what people want to watch. And I think he has a good sense of how to entertain when making a video. Because he can make these and he could be, it could be very boring. If you watched Minecraft versus, you know, Five Hitmen, and they never interacted and Dream always ran away and kept out of reach, that wouldn't be very fun. But he does mess with them. He does make things a little interesting. He has plans. He makes (laughs) death-defying jumps and stuff like that. Like, I did see one bit where he has a hay bale and he goes to the top of a mountain and then jumps off and uses the hay bale to do it. One time he jumps uh, with the boats on lava. And yeah, part of that is so he can win, but I do think that he has a good sense that like, oh, people would find this very cool. Reactions to Dream jumping on boats to get across lava in the nether. Oh, he's on oh, the edge of a lava pool! Oh my god. Get him. What?! What Wait. are you doing?! Oh my god! Wait. What?! How? What? what? What did he do? What just Are happened? You kidding? What just happened? <laughs> I saw I'm that on Reddit. <laughs> just- and I think that's a very powerful skill to have. Now, he is very good at that. And I think he is good at creating drama and all of that. I am not sure how good he is compared to the Hunters. Because the hunters also have to entertain. I think that is one of the most interesting concepts of the videos. I've mentioned this again. But you also have to remember they have to, you know, make the video fun. If they fully go try hard and don't say anything, that's not fun. So they got to be always speaking. They got to mess around, decide maybe to win, give Dream a bit of space. So they're just not chasing him. And then the video is not them just running all like dying from hunger like that's not a fun video to watch sometimes they give him space so it can be a bit of a more interesting fight and i think that is that is very very cool because technically they could always just follow him with the compass but sometimes they want to gear up and i think make it more of a cinematic piece and even though i think it's real interactions and real fights i do think that there is a bit of effort to make it cinematic more than if you and your friends just went okay uh see if you guys can try to kill me go at least that's how it seems from my opinion the other thing that i find interesting is he's used the same thumbnail like six times and they do well every time and it it's interesting because it's the same thumbnail but it's so recognizable like not the same exact picture but it's like the same framing, but it's so recognizable that you pretty much know like what it is. So it's almost like a, a brand. It's almost like a logo in a way. Because obviously, even though you kind of have your channel icon, that's not always what pops up in, you know, someone's recommended. So if you see Dream with like the three, four hunters standing above him, you're like, boom. Oh, that's a Dream Hunter video. Let me go watch that. It's, it's brand recognition in a way, which is incredibly smart. And I think very good overall. And now that has been uh, 
Hunter videos have been his last one, two, three, four, five, six videos. So I don't know if we'll ever go back to variety content or he'll just keep pushing his momentum. I mean, I guess if you were in his shoes, it would be difficult because if you still enjoy making these videos and people still enjoy watching them, you would want to continue to push your momentum to, you know, do well. So I guess you would continue to make Hunter videos if I was in his place at least. But I don't know. Like, I, I, there has to be a finite point somewhere. So I'm interested to see what he does with all these new subscribers. Because he hasn't made, you know, uh, <laughs> a variety video in six months. And if I check this graph real quickly, six months ago he had like 10 million less subscribers. <laughs> so yeah, uh, there's a lot of new fans that are... I've, come just for hunter videos so i'd be interesting to see like what he would change it up to and would people watch it i think that's a valid question people have grown to love dream and they do love the dream smp and they always flood his streams but i don't know it interests me now for the dream smp i think that he has played a very good role in it I generally think Dream is actually a funny guy, and I think he is fun to have in YouTube videos. Uh, I've seen a pop-in and a lot of the Among Us things uh, um, that I was watching with Toast and uh, Corpse, so it's always fun to see him there. I just wanted Corpse to kill me. I didn't think I'd get it's you involved. Together. I'm sorry. It was, like, it was like Romeo and Juliet, lad. <laughs> it is us. Two star-crossed lovers. Do you think you this is how it happened dying for them? In the, you died in the bathroom stall a lot with your pants down. <laughs> yeah, I did die taking a shit, which sucks. I'm an Elvis Presley man now. Well, that's unfortunate. We both are. It's, it would have been cooler if Elvis died with someone. That's true. That is like the one fact Please. I know about him. Uh, I've also seen him, you know, on the Dream S&P and other people's videos. And that's always pretty good as well. And... I think those are very cool. And what I would say is, I think he is a good content creator and he does have other mediums and other ways to go. Among Us, he was very good. He was smart. He was logical. He was fun. Uh, the Dream SMP, I kind of like how this. he takes this type of God role. It's scripted, but he seems to know where it's going and he seems to be good, like I said, at storytelling. I think that Dream is less of a gaming YouTuber. Like, that's... His skill is not exactly what makes him excel, I think. I really think that it is his storytelling ability. It's it's his ability to take something and make it cinematic and make it story and make twists and turns into it. Whether that be something actually kind of scripted in a bit and written out, like the Dream s or whether that be something a bit more uh, real time, like the manhunt, he is able to make something that gets people invested and that is an amazing skill. And I think he kind of is able to put that in a lot of things he does. And also, continuing this dream SMP, I don't know how much of the writing he does, but it's very good. I also think he knows what players to bring in very well. Because obviously, you, you have to to kind of have a limit on things like the Dream SMP to keep it in a controlled manner. The problem with other stuff, like the reason SMP Live died is because kind of too many random people joined it and then you didn't know half of who you were watching.
And obviously, once in a while, you'll get a new member on the Dream SFP, but then it's an event. You're like, who is this new person? Let me go check them out. And I think it's usually personalities that mesh very well, but then they also allow for people who will cooperate, but also have different personalities, if that makes sense. Like, I think their work personalities all come together well in their ethic, but then they are different. Like, Tommy and Technoblade are very different people. Tommy screams and shouts and <laughs> makes everything into uh, a big scene, while Technoblade is more of a spoken YouTuber like this. And he just talks, like, randomly. Not Tommy's yelling, basically, is what I'm saying. Yet, they are both willing to crop up the story. Shalat is another great example. Shalat really, on a basis level, does not usually gel with the demographic of a lot of the Dream SMP viewers. I mean, just to think about that Bad Boy, Halo, and Shalat are on the same, were on the same server is a bit of a mind-boggling thing. Yet, it works because they are both willing to cooperate. They know how to do a story. They know what it means to kind of be a part of a cooperating team trying to make a piece of content. Dream speaking about how he chose people for the SMP. Dream SMP? Um, there's not really rules but i'm telling you that most people that have gotten into the smp didn't ask or they never like seriously asked like rambo i mean he didn't he'd never dm'd me asking me to join the smp or anything like i just dm'd him and said hey here's the ip join same with foolish and other people um like rambo did like a stream <laughs> no askers but, like if if you don't ask you're more likely to get in like almost everybody that got in either got in by by me just messaging them and letting them in or by someone else asking if they would be able to if they would be able to get in and then me going oh yeah that's a good idea so generally if you're talented you'll be noticed yeah tommy did ask but the thing is tommy asked and then to get into the smp and then i said no and then later randomly i added him when he didn't ask <laughs> so i'd say even he technically qualifies as he didn't ask Are you gonna do so i think he does find those hard workers well and uh i really appreciate that skill in him and i think it's overlooked he created something beyond him. He created something that built up many other people while still supporting himself. But he, he you see, the thing is, he built a platform for those people. He didn't lift them up. He didn't give them shout outs like traditionally. He brought them in and said, okay, I want to put a bit of this spotlight on you. You succeed, you succeed. And I think that is an honorable way to kind of collaborate with people and to, you know, expose people to new creators. And he's very good at it. And I admire that about him. For criticisms, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of a long-form video content, but a lot of people obviously like it. So that's just a personal preference. And other than that, I don't, the thing that sucks about, like, when it's not live, like, it'd be funny to see a Minecraft manhunt live, because then you get to see what it really is, because another issue with it is, like, the intense music will go on, but then you'd be like, oh, 35 minutes left in the video. I wonder what's going to happen here. What would be hilarious 
is if like they got him like in the first 10 minutes and he just uploads like he puts another video like after that to make it like 50 minutes so like what i'm saying is like imagine you see a 50 minute video that's titled like minecraft manhunt and you're like wow man this must one must be like a creative one like a really good one and then in that video they get him out in like the first 10 minutes and the remaining 40 minutes are just like an entirely separate video I think that would be like really funny and kind of add a lot of suspense to it. You'd wonder like next time, is he going to do that again? I don't know if it would go over well with the fans, but I do think it would be kind of an interesting thing. Uh, and another thing I want to mention is when Dream does go on other channels. This is a really random, but I do think he's always polite and generally pretty uh, nice about doing the other person's content and receiving now i feel like i should touch on the bit of the stand drama that goes around dream a lot of people kind of give him flack for his you know stands on twitter stand being like a i don't know what the exact definition is i'm sorry if i get it wrong but in my mind it's like a, a very involved fan like more than just an average fan someone who's very involved and a lot of people do give Dream flack because they feel like his community is a bit too obsessive sometimes or a bit too territorial and gatekeeperish about things. And, I mean, to be honest, I think part of that is out of Dream's control. No matter what he says, they will always try to defend him or they may interpret what he says wrong. And I think it's, I think it's fair to I don't I don't think it's fair to blame him for his stands unless he like directly tries to rile them up to you know tear someone down I don't think you can really blame him and for the unhealthy culture of it all I mean there's like 12 year olds on Twitter what are you gonna do obviously when we're 12 everybody was 12 and by saying I'm not saying his whole community is 12 year olds on Twitter what I'm saying is, I think the ones who sometimes come off as a bit rude or possibly misinformed are the younger ones. Sometimes the people who are most misinformed and who least represent the community come across the loudest. And what, what I mean is, I don't think you control them very much because they misinterpret it unless he legitimately tries to do get them to do something wrong, I don't think that can be considered really his fault. Now, I don't think he should glorify, you know, worshipping him, and I don't think he does. But I, I do think he, in the nature of how many fans he has and how many of them are impressionable, he does have to be a bit careful about how he urges them because he does hold a lot of swing. And that's a very difficult job, and especially to be thrown into it in like a, a year, year and a half. So I can't even imagine just going from having no swing whatsoever to having a platform where you can basically change millions of mindsets. But I don't think we can get mad at people for being fans. I think we can get mad at people for being invasive and uh, inappropriate or, you know, trying to cancel people. I don't think Dream can be blamed for that. I think some fans maybe looked down upon but i think it's important to recognize they do not represent his whole community and I, that goes for any youtuber but i just think i should touch on that 
And yeah, I have no idea what the whole dream cheating schedule in the speedrun was about, so I'm just to ignore that. Uh, for what I see him doing in the future, I think I see him being a big builder. He seems like he knows how to put on an event well and organize well and storytell well, so I kind of see him maybe keep upscaling in a way, maybe like even ma mash his speed or his hunter videos and like the dream smp together where he has like an organized kind of theme throughout all the hunter videos because there is a finite point to it maybe he'll start doing gimmicks in the hunter videos at some point like an only water world or something like that but uh i do see him continuing along the lines and i think he'll do well but a while down the road i see him being a builder where he'll build up certain channels or concepts and kind of bring people into the fold and watch them shine. I think that's where he succeeds, and I think that's where he can succeed. But I do see him staying here for a while. He is successful. He knows how to push content. He knows when to push content. He knows how to create a story. Uh, he does very well, and I think there is no really denying that. Obviously, he's been in the Mr. Beast channel a lot, and he seems like... Mr. Beast in the way where he knows what goes viral and he knows how to push things. So, uh, I think that's going to be it for today. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, thank you for the new reviews. I don't think we have any that are actually written out, but I really appreciate uh, if you guys give me a positive review. That is always super nice of you. I continue to try to make episodes I like. If you want to request an episode, you can uh, you know leave a review, hopefully a positive one, and say it in there. Or you can email me at yt.with.the.boys.podcast at gmail.com. Very easy to remember, I know. But thank you guys so much. Uh, I really appreciate all the support. Uh, see you guys.